505, and we've done it. We've made it all the way to Friday. Welcome aboard, Dave Schumacher. Here's Zach's punching the buttons this morning. It is the 19th of January, and Zach, I'm, I I almost didn't get to the studio this morning. That's how windy it is out there. It's hollering. I mean, it's hollering. Snow blowing. Yeah, it almost, almost knocked you over from your bedroom to your basement. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I looked out the window and I thought, man, I'm not going, I'm staying right here today. Mm. Uh, yeah, so you had a little slip sliding away on your way in this morning? Yeah, roads um, roads weren't great. Uh, it's just a dusting out there, but, man, the snow is blowing like crazy over on the highway, on the roads. So some of the roads were treated, other roads were not. So it just kind of depended on where you were at. A lot of, lot of you know, cars that were slid out on the side of the road from overnight mm-hmm. and yeah, roads yeah. roads weren't great, so if you're traveling this morning, make sure you give yourself plenty of time and go slow. It, you know, a lot of times it was little dustings, and they talked about it this one we had the other day about all the accidents that we had with just a little dusting, mm-hmm. that sometimes those are slicker than on the hard road than uh, when you get a good snow. I think people are thinking, well, that little bit of snow blowing around isn't going to matter. But that stuff can get pretty slick with it being so cold, and the, those flakes were pretty big, and... They got that in the lights. It's you know it's got that icy look to it. It's not that you know that fluffy mm-hmm. uh, wet snow. It, this is that real dry stuff. And uh, yeah, so uh, be careful. We'll keep an eye on it. Uh, if you're out and about, not while you're out and about. When you get where you're going, if you want to drop us a text eight four one two six, let us know how your trip was. Uh, we'll see if we can figure out where the bad spots are, and then we'll have traffic for you starting at 6 o'clock as well. We've got a lot to get to today. we got our Illinois Farm Bureau report. We'll take a look at the markets. We might as well get started. We head to the newsroom. What do you got, Zach? Yeah, good morning, everyone. It is currently 15 degrees outside at 5.07. Weather and sports are coming up next. Both MoDOT and IDOT are out this morning working to keep roadways clear after the overnight snow. Snowfall was light, as Farmer Dave mentioned, but the concern is the falling temperatures which can cause slick conditions. Motorists are reminded to exercise caution, especially on ramps, bridges, and overpasses. Meanwhile, extreme cold is back in the St. Louis area. The National Weather Service has issued a wind chill advisory from 6 this evening until noon tomorrow. Health officials remind to take precautions against the frigid temperatures. It's advised to avoid long periods of time outdoors. If you do have to be outdoors, It's recommended to dress in layers and to wear a hat and gloves. Pet owners are also urged not to leave their pets outside for long periods of time. Anyone who sees an animal in distress should call the nearest law enforcement agency. The remains of an 18-year-old North St. Louis man were recovered after he was reported missing from a house fire earlier this week. Authorities say Chandler Hill was unaccounted for after a fire broke out at his home along the 4,500 block of Athlone on Monday. It took firefighters several hours to bring the fire under control with the frigid temperatures. Firefighters have been using several methods since then to locate Hill's body. Yesterday, a drone was brought in, and they located Hill's body in the rear of the home. An autopsy is scheduled today on a Washington County woman who was found dead after being dropped off by a sheriff's deputy in Mark Twain National Forest. The Mineral Area Major K-Squad say the body of 44-year-old Donna I was discovered on Wednesday afternoon near a farm in Potosi where a search was conducted. Investigators say a Washington County Sheriff's deputy picked her up from a hospital to drive her home on the night of January 8th. 
When they arrived at Shirley School Road, investigators say the deputy claims, I told her to let her out. The deputy let her out thinking it was I's brother's driveway. Her brother's driveway is actually about a mile away where she was dropped off. Family members say I had a medical condition that limited her ability to walk and that she suffered from mental issues. Missouri activists are throwing support behind a constitutional constitutional amendment to restore abortion rights while also allowing the procedure to be restricted in later stages of pregnancy. The group Missourians for Constitutional Freedom committed Thursday to an amendment that would let lawmakers restrict or ban abortions after fetal viability, except when needed to protect the health of the woman. The campaign faces steep opposition in its bid to get the proposal on November's ballot, with the petitions tied up in court for months after being challenged by Republican Secretary of State Jay Ashcroft. The future of public transit in the bi-state region was addressed this week. More on this story from KTRS's Steve Potter. Over 120 members of Citizens for Modern Transit, elected officials, and transit riders all took part in the Talking Transit Zoom meeting. Updates were provided about the current work going on to expand Metrolink to Mid-America St. Louis Airport, about the north side south side corridor plan with St. Louis City and County, and about improvements to security and safety. Accomplishments highlighted were the addition of 123 new Metro bus and 88 caller ride operators with more hirings predicted. And the progress of the secure platform plan, which includes 24-hour-a-day closed-circuit monitoring of the stations by police and the installation of gates and fencing that's now underway at four metro stations in Illinois. The talking transit meetings are held four times a year, and you can view the previous discussions online at cmt-stl.org. Steve Potter, KTRS News. January is designated as Radon Action Month. This says the Illinois Emergency Management Agency and Office of Homeland Security urging residents to take time to test their homes for radon. It's estimated that more than 1,100 people in Illinois develop radon-related lung cancer each year. Radon tests can be purchased at most hardware and department stores. It's recommended to conduct one short-term test and one long-term test to ensure consistent readings. If you find higher readings, you should contact the Illinois Emergency Management Agency for more information about a licensed mitigation professional who are trained to reduce radon levels. Time now is 5:12. Taking a look at the KTRS forecast wind chill advisory from 6 this evening until noon tomorrow. Today it's going to be mostly cloudy, high of 23 degrees. Tonight mostly cloudy with an overnight low of 1 degree. Wind chill could be 20 below zero tonight. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of just 17. And on Sunday, cloudy with a high of 30, 30 with freezing rain moving in Sunday night. It's currently 15 degrees outside at the Big 550 KTRS. Moving over to the sports desk, Mizzou football is losing another defensive assistant as analyst Jake Olson is joining Blake Baker and his staff down at LSU. Olson will be on the Bayou Tigers, will be the Bayou Tigers safeties coach. St. Louis City SC's U21 Academy team is in the UPSL National Quarterfinals tomorrow in Atlanta. City's first team will play in an inter-squad game tomorrow at the training camp site in Florida. Mizzou basketball takes on Florida tomorrow night in Columbia. The Tigers are still looking for that first SEC win, while Florida isn't much better at 1-3 in the SEC. Pre-game coverage starts at 6.30 tomorrow night here on the Big 550. 
Slew basketball is at VCU tonight. The Bills lost all three games against the Rams last season. TJ Oshie scored a hat trick as the Capitals beat the Blues in D.C. last night, 5-2. Same two teams are back at it Saturday night. This time they play in St. Louis at Enterprise Center. Number 14, Illinois basketball rolled over Michigan on the road, 88-73. The Illini is back on the floor Sunday at home against Rutgers. That'll do it from the Sports Desk. We'll be right back with Farmer Dave. It's another day to be thankful to be in America as the Big 550 KTRS begins another broadcast day. careful letting the cows out today on the slick ice uh getting a few reports from some of our uh, listeners as they have made it to their destination uh 636 says from new melly to o'fallon missouri the roads are great there you go there you go that's good news. uh yep our buddy pat over in warson woods says no dusting no dusting in warson woods we have two inches of dry powdery snow yeah Got a wide variety of uh, weather reports coming in here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Steve from St. Paul, snowy, uh, a little slick coming down 79 towards town. Uh, Pat says got winds gusting up to 18 miles an hour. Now, the winds have laid here all of, in the last just the last few minutes. At least when I just looked out, things have quieted down. It's just it's very quiet out there right now. Uh, Snow-wise, I don't know. It's hard to measure when it's blowing around like that. But the grass, is, for the most part, is covered. I mean, there's there's a twig or two sticking up here and there. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, the grass is covered. So uh, that's about how much snow we got here south of Belleville. But it's all about the cold and the wind. They still say the wind chills three below. So uh, if you are heading out, I don't know. I haven't seen or heard anything about any school closings this morning. So... Um, I guess it depends on if they can get the buses out and if yeah, the buses can run. I'm looking at the local news. Looks like there is some school closing, so double check uh, your, you know, your texts or email or TV or something before you take the kids to the bus stop or driving yeah. kids in. Yeah, however you, uh, however you get it. Oh, speaking of that, ding. Uh, I measured point nine, but it was very hard to measure accurately. Wait for the National Weather Service measurement. They, wait a minute. <laughs> this came in on my 
on my text line here, or on my uh, uh, measure. Uh, wait for the National Weather Service measurement. They have a really cool contraption. Mark sent that one in this morning. So uh, there you go. Uh, different measurements all around the area. But once again, uh, the roads can be slick. I was kind of wondering yesterday afternoon, I went and picked up my uh, grandson from school about 4 o'clock. Okay. And they were salting the, the school parking lot. And they were there were state trucks out. And I'm like, what do they know that I don't know? <laughs> I didn't know any. I didn't know. I don't know why. And I said it something to somebody, and they go, you idiot, you're on the radio. You should know about the weather before the other guy. Everybody knows. I said, I don't remember. You say, to be fair, I don't do the weather. That's, you know. Yeah. No, I don't listen that's, to that's, the That's Zach's job, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm practically a meteorologist, and I still mm-hmm. don't know what's going on. But, uh, yeah, so I thought, well, what do they all know that I, I mean, I knew about the dusting thing, but, I mean, they looked like they were acting like this was the mother load coming. And uh, I guess, I don't know if that salt does much good, you know, against that dry that dry mm-hmm. snow and these cold uh, temperatures and the wind all affecting it. But anyway, if you're heading out this morning, it's cold, it's snowy, the roads could be slick, just be careful. We'll have weather or traffic reports coming here about a little after 6 o'clock. We'll find out what's going on. Let's go over to the markets yesterday. We finally ended up in the black on the corn at the close, prices were flat, fractionally to one and three quarter cents higher. March corn printed at eight cent trading range on the day, everywhere from five cents lower to two cents higher. Uh, weekly uh, ethanol data showed production dropped off by eight thousand barrels per day to one point zero five million barrels. Uh, that was still the seventeenth consecutive one million barrel per day week. Uh, European Commission has seen corn imports at 9.52 million metric ton for the season through January the 14th. That's 42% behind last year's pace. France Agri-Merc revised uh, their corn export uh, figure, 40,000 metric ton lower, uh, with a carryout for France up to 2.2 million metric ton. The world is full of corn. March corn closed at 444, up one and three quarters. May up one and a quarter at 455. Over on the overnight, it's quiet. We're about a half cent higher. Right down the board, March is at 444. May is at 455. September is at 468. And looks like December 24, trading at 476. That's up a quarter cent a bushel. So traders are really quiet in the overnight trade. We'll see how they wrap up the week when they get back to work. A little later today. Over on soybeans, yeah, we're a little bit higher there as well. Uh, the March through November spread is now 22 cents. Soy meal futures closed 130 to 260 higher. Soy oil futures ended 5 to 8 points lower. Uh, daily traffic for the Panama Canal was reduced to 24 vessels a day through April. The canal administ- uh, administrator uh, reported that a total of 791, that's 20% fewer ships, had passed through the canal since the daily traffic restrictions began back in November. 24 vessels per day now through April through the Panama Canal. The European Commission reported marketing year soybean report reached uh, 6.3 million metric ton. Uh, that is 100,000 metric ton ahead of last year's pace. March beans closed at 12.13, up 7. May closed at 12.24, that was up 6. July beans at 12.33, up 4. 
and three quarters. Overall, in the overnight, we're six cents higher right now on the board. March is at $12 or twelve twenty. Uh, May is at twelve thirty. That's up to six as well. November's trading at eleven ninety six, up five and a half. Just can't get back to the twelve dollar mark. January's at twelve oh five. That's up five cents. Overall, in the wheat trade, we were a little bit higher yesterday with three cents up in the March at five eighty five. July new crop was at six oh three, up one and three quarters. We're seeing about a two cent gain overnight. March is up another two at five eighty seven. July is at six oh five, up two, and December trading at six thirty one. Up a penny. 522 on this uh, Friday morning, 19th of January. We'll take a quick break. Come back, take a look at the livestock and that forecast for the weekend. And if you're heading out the door, bundle up and be careful. We'll be right back. Here's our story. Tony and Denise, brother and sister team, born and raised in good old St. Louis, started in 2009. More like 1959. Started our business in 2009 with the idea of buying in bulk in order to save you money. Our sales staff will educate you on products and features that are most important to you. We can offer top brands like GE at the lowest price every day. Come by and visit any of our four showrooms or shop us online at theappliancediscounters.com where our savings are your savings. 522, well, hopefully you're waking up this morning and the furnace is working. If it's not and you're on the Illinois side of the river, who are you going to call today? Viviano Heating and Air. Don Viviano and his team will get there as quick as they can. They only operate on the Illinois side of the river, which means they've got trucks in our neighborhood. And in most cases, they have the part on the truck to maybe get you up and going. Maybe the system's completely down and you need a whole new one. They can handle that as well. Viviano Heating and Air, as I said, have been in business over 30 years. Don Viviano and his team know what they're doing. They'll do you a good job. And as I've told you from day one, we're blood relatives. He'll do you a good job, I guarantee it. Find out all you need to know at VivianoAir.com. That's the best place to go to get the phone numbers, how to get a hold of them, some of the packages that they've got and programs. Viviano Air. Check it out. VivianoAir.com. Nestled in the heart of the Hill neighborhood is the Hill Cigar Company. Stop on in. See the selection of cigars the Hill Cigar Company has to offer. While you're in the store, check out their cigar lounge in the back. Whether you're new to cigars or an aficionado, the Hill Cigar Company is the perfect shop for you. The Hill Cigar Company at 5360 Southwest Avenue. Give them a call at 314-776-4455. A cigar for every connoisseur. Basement with a Y. That's Basement E. It's Basement T. Basement E. It's Basement T. Oh, Basement T. Basement T. I get it. That's the basement waterproofing and foundation repair experts at Woods Basement Systems. Right. The all things basement tea experts at Woods Basement Systems will provide you a free estimate and dry up that wet basement and fix that cracked foundation. Call 800-388-9326 or go online to woodsbasementsystems.com. That's woodsbasementsystems.com. Your early morning wake-up call continues. Here's Farmer Dave Schumacher on the Big 550 KTRS. 524 beef markets are eagerly awaiting two USDA cattle reports. Our buddy Gary Crawford has their story. Is the contraction of the beef herd just about over, or will it continue? A USDA livestock analyst says this week's monthly USDA cattle on feed report probably will not provide the answers for that. Shale Shagam says cattle markets are going to have to wait a few more days for USDA's big cattle inventory report. Which will give us 
an estimate of the, the actual number of, of cattle in the U.S., the number of cattle in all feedlots, not just the 1,000-plus feedlots that w- these reports track, as well as the number of cows, both dairy and uh, beef cows. So mark your calendars. USDA will be releasing its cattle inventory report January 31st. That may give us a better handle on where the beef industry is headed. Gary Crawford reporting for the U.S. Department of Agriculture. So we wait to see what those numbers tell us. Over on the trade yesterday, the cattle market did come in higher. We'll call it anywhere from 130 to $2 higher as everybody's kind of jockeying for position going into the report. Feeder cattle also rallied yesterday, 235 to 277 higher. Wholesale box fee prices were quoted mixed in the afternoon report. Uh, choice select spread at 1253. If you remember just a short four, six weeks ago, that spread was up around that $30. Choice was down by 216. Selects were 74 cents stronger. Uh, February cattle at 174.82, up 172. April at 177.65, up 202. And the June cattle closed at 174.52, up 172. So we shall wait and see what they have to tell us as far as where that cattle market is uh, headed as far as those numbers. And we'll see if that herd contraction is continuing. Over in the port complex, we were a little bit lower in the nearby, higher in the deferred contracts. Cutout value was 77 cents higher at 88.73. Uh, numbers for the week through Thursday was uh, figured at 1.8 million head compared to 1.83 the same week last year. We're still running a little bit behind. February hogs closed at 71.10, down 35. April at 78.45, up 47. And the February pork cutouts at 85. Uh, 85.67, that was up 30 points. 5.27 on this Friday morning. Let's head over to the weather desk, find out what's coming our way. What do you got, Zach? Yeah, it's 15 degrees outside right now at the weather desk. It's going to be mostly cloudy throughout the day. Excuse me, today we do have some light snow still moving through the area. That'll be moved out here within the next hour or two. We have a high of just 17 degrees Tonight, it's going to be mostly cloudy with a low of 4. We are in a wind chill advisory starting at 6 p.m. tonight until noon tomorrow. We could see wind chills as low as negative 20 outside. It's going to be cold tomorrow as well. High of just 16 degrees on Saturday. Mostly clear overnight Saturday night with a low of 3 degrees. Then on Sunday, mostly sunny. High of 28 and a low of 25. We are expecting some freezing rain to move in late Sunday night into early Monday morning. High of just 34 degrees. Looks like that freezing rain is going to continue throughout the day on Monday. Travel conditions on Monday looks like it could be hazardous. Again, we're looking and anticipating freezing rain rather than that snow. High of 34 on Monday with a low of 31 Monday night. Rain's going to continue Monday night into Tuesday. We do warm up to 43 degrees for the high on Tuesday with a low Tuesday night of 36. Chance of showers again on Wednesday. It's going to be cloudy with a high of 45 and a low of 38 on Wednesday. Then again, chance of rain on Thursday as well. Cloudy with a high of 47. That's the latest from the weather desk. I'm Zach Binding with the Big 550 KTRS. Boy, those parties can't get here quick enough for me. Uh, I'm showing about 17 degrees here in Beville. They say the wind chill is four below now with that wind, but it has slowed. The wind has laid quite a bit here in the last little bit. Visibility is at three miles with that blowing snow. So be careful. Sun up at 716 and sundown this afternoon at 507. We'll take a break for the news. We'll be right back. If you're farming and not using farm credit, you're leaving money on the table. They have so many programs that are tailored to farmers and add up 
to just a great experience. My name is Nicole Lanham. We grain farm, mostly corn and soybeans. My husband Matt and I have been farm credit members for 10 years. We transitioned from a traditional bank. The application process was streamlined and Farm Credit was able to consolidate them into fewer loans with a lower interest rate, so it was a no-brainer. I'm a big fan of the free rate conversion. There's no fees, there's no new appraisals. You just sign a piece of paper and they tell you what your new lower payment is. And something that really sets Farm Credit apart from other lenders. With Patronage, they show you how much it effectively lowers your interest rate every year, and it's usually around 1%. So even if your loan is technically the same as a bank, you're really getting more value at Farm Credit. Get a tax refund advance loan at Jackson Hewitt now. No fee refund advance offered to eligible clients. Application required. Loans by Republic Bank at jacksonhewitt.com. Need to hire quality candidates fast? You need Indeed. Our video interview tool makes it easy and effortless to meet with candidates. Visit indeed.com slash credit. KTRS St. Louis. We are Mizzou. ABC News, I'm Brian Clark. More snow is expected today in the Northeast, and the nationwide blast of winter weather has been linked to at least 45 deaths coast-to-coast since Sunday. Three people were killed in Portland, Oregon, after a power line fell on a parked car. Rick Graves with Portland Fire says they were killed when they got out of the car. At closest where they were located, they were probably five feet away from where the wire was on the ground and where they were. He says it's safe to stay in the car. There are more than 113,000 power outages in Oregon because of an ice storm. The governor declared a statewide emergency. There will not be a government shutdown today. Congress passed a short-term funding measure to keep the government funded through March. Former President Donald Trump in a filing to the Supreme Court warned of bedlam if his name's not allowed to appear on ballots. And Attorney General Merrick Garland said victims of the Uvalde, Texas school shooting deserved better after a Justice Department report on how law enforcement responded. This is ABC News. Fifteen degrees outside at 531. I'm Zach Bining, KTRS News. Extreme cold is back in the St. Louis area. The National Weather Service has issued a wind chill advisory from 6 this evening until noon tomorrow. Health officials remind to take precautions against the frigid temperatures. It's advised to avoid long periods of time outdoors. If you do have to be outdoors, it's recommended to dress in layers and to wear a hat and gloves. Pet owners are also urged not to leave pets outside for long periods of time. Anyone who sees an animal in distress should call the local, the nearest local law enforcement agency. The remains of an 18-year-old North St. Louis man were recovered after he was reported missing from a house fire earlier this week. Authorities say Chandler Hill was unaccounted for after a fire broke out at his home along the 4,500 block of Athlone on Monday. It took firefighters several hours to bring the fire under control with the frigid temperatures. Firefighters have been using methods since then to locate Hill's body. Yesterday, a drone was brought in, and they located Hill's body in the rear of the home. An autopsy is scheduled today on a Washington County woman whose body was found this week after she went missing. The Mineral Area Major Case Squad say the body of 44-year-old Donna I was discovered on Wednesday afternoon near a farm in Potosi where a search was conducted. Investigators say the Washington County Sheriff's deputy picked her up from a hospital to drive her home on the night of January 8th. When they arrived at Shirley School Road, investigators say the deputy claims I told her to let her out. 
a former professional basketball player whose ex-girlfriend was sentenced to prison last year for fraud is now facing his own federal indictment, accusing him of falsifying applications for pandemic relief loans. The indictment of 40-year-old Lorenzo Gordon comes three months after his former girlfriend, British Williams, was sentenced in October to four years in prison for fraud-related felonies. Gordon is originally from St. Louis and played basketball professionally overseas. Williams first appeared on the VH1 reality show Basketball Wives in 2014 when she and Gordon were dating. An Illinois State Senate task force focusing on the decline of local journalism has identified southern Illinois as an especially challenged area. Details from KTRS's Steve Potter. At a press conference this week, the local journalism task force described the state as being in a crisis, with news outlets closing or shrinking at an alarming rate, calling the situation especially acute in southern Illinois. After hearing from experts across the state and the nation, the task force has identified a common theme. The decline of independent local news reporting is dangerous to the health of democracy. State Senator Steve Stadelman, a former TV news anchor, says almost all the counties that lack a single local news outlet are in southern Illinois. I think one line in the final report really describes the situation perfectly. The local news crisis isn't just a business problem, it's a democracy problem as well. Stadelman says he will introduce legislation this session to improve the financial situations of local newsrooms. Steve Potter, KTRS News. January is designated as Radon Action Month. This has the Illinois Emergency Management Agency and Office of Homeland Security urging residents to take time to test their homes for radon. It's estimated that more than 1,100 people in Illinois develop radon-related lung cancer each year. Radon tests can be purchased at most hardware and department stores. It's recommended to conduct one short-term test and one long-term test to ensure consistent readings. That's the KTRS News. The time is 535. We'll take a quick break and be back with Farmer Dave right after this. Dr. Joseph Molesky here with STL Medical Weight Loss. Are you frustrated with your New Year's resolution and not getting the weight loss results you desire? Join our over 900 plus patients who have found success with our FDA approved injectable weight loss peptides. These peptides are injected once weekly. They help with food cravings and boost your metabolism. Imagine losing 20 plus pounds in 90 days. Book today stlmedweightloss.com or give us a call at 636-628-6604. We're going to change your life in less than 90 days. What if I told you that with one click to Wholesale Signing Depot, that's WSDepot.com, you can view the best selection of windows, doors, siding, and decking products that are durable, up-to-date, and energy-saving that will increase your home's value and comfort. All at wholesale pricing to save your hard-earned money. My grandson Elijah says, Are you kidding me? My name is Julius Krasanik, celebrating 51 years in this industry. Our local and family business is Wholesale Siding Depot. Please visit our website at wsdepot.com. That's wsdepot.com. For name brand windows from Anderson and Viwinko, Certainty Composite and Vinyl Siding, Pro-V and Masonite Doors, Decking from Azac, Envision, Fortress, and Trex. We also offer a free contractor referral service to take care of your installation needs. Keep it local and professional. Please visit wsdepot.com. That's wsdepot.com. Your early morning wake-up call continues. Here's Farmer Dave Schumacher on the Big 550 KTRS. 
5.37, getting a few texts on the text line. Love to hear from the listeners. 84126 for those of you that are out and about and have made it to your destination or have made it back home. You want to let us know how the roads were. 84126, uh, good morning, Farmer Dave Fenton. Uh, Fenton to Hazelwood. Roads are good. Saw plenty of salt trucks, some with their plows down. Uh, the slush seems uh, the salt is working. Uh, blowing snow near Hamel. Drink milk. Yeah, that comes from up at the dairy farm. Uh, so, yeah, it sounds like the roads are doable, but yet, as you said, Zach, they, there'll be some people driving way too fast for the conditions. Yeah, take your time. Give yourself some extra time. Drive slow. So, yeah, I mean, some of the yeah, overpasses right. were still covered. The highway was okay. The fast lane was covered in snow. People were kind of avoiding that since, you know, 4 o'clock in the morning, you know, not a lot yeah. of people out, so not everyone needs to use a lane at one time. So we were just kind of had two lanes where you could see the tire tracks from all the cars driving. Everyone just kind of followed each other down the highway. So yeah. give yourself time. Yeah, I'm sure they'll have the TV crews are all on the Tim overpass, keeping an eye on traffic zooming underneath it. Uh, speaking of the weather, uh, folks getting ready to head out the door. Give me a quick forecast there, Zach. 15 degrees outside right now. Light snow still moving through the area. It's going to be uh, mostly cloudy to start the day. Could see some sun in the afternoon for a little bit, but by tonight it will be mostly cloudy. High of just 17 degrees today. Wind chill advisory goes into effect tonight at 6 p.m. through noon tomorrow. The low tonight is 4 degrees could see wind chills drop down to negative 20 degrees tonight and into tomorrow morning. It's going to be cold tomorrow as well. High of just 16 degrees on Saturday, mostly clear overnight on Saturday with a low of 3 degrees. On Sunday, mostly sunny with a high of 28. Could see some freezing rain move in Sunday night and continue throughout the day on Monday. Right now they're calling for travel conditions to be severe on Monday with that freezing rain continuing throughout the day with a high of just 34 degrees. Rain continues into Monday night with a low of 31. That's the latest from the Weather Desk. I'm Zach Bining with the Big 550 KTRS. And they say the wind chill is down to four below this morning because that wind is blowing out there. It kind of starts and then it lays down and then all of a sudden it fires back up. Visibility is at six miles as that snow is moving out. Sunrise at five, at 716 and sundown this afternoon at 507. Uh, getting another, let's see here, a couple texts rolling in here real quick. Folks taking time out. One says the roads are bad. That's just a general, There you go. I guess. Uh, 1.6 inches of snow in Jacksonville. That comes in from uh, from uh, Tom up in Jacksonville reporting in. I thought maybe they had more up north. Um, heading north on Interstate 255, the road is in great shape. So it kind of sounds like it depends on what road you're on. So uh, just be careful. Give yourself a little extra time as you get started out there this morning. We'll take a quick break. Come back with this week's Illinois uh, Farm uh, Farm Bureau Report with Rita Frazier. We'll have that for you right after this. Discover the perfect January getaway at Camden-on-the-Lake Resort and Spa at the Lake of the Ozarks. Our beautiful and newly renovated rooms offer comfort and relaxation along with state-of-the-art amenities, including a refreshing outdoor hot tub and exquisite dining at H. Toad's Bar and Grill. Room prices start at $109 per night, so call 573-365-5620 and use code JAN0124 for your getaway deal. Create memories that last a lifetime at Camden-on-the-Lake Resort and Spa at the Lake of the Ozarks. 
Winter is a great time to work on your trees. Hi, I'm Steve with River City Tree Service, your go-to tree service since 2008. Whether you want to trim your trees, need some deadwooding, or you want a tree removed in the stump ground, choose the ISA Certified Arborist at River City Tree Service in Baldwin. Right now, we're offering a winter special that will save you a lot of money. Call 314-270-8071. That's 314-270-8071. River City Tree Service. Nestled in the heart of the Hill neighborhood is the Hill Cigar Company. Stop on in. See the selection of cigars the Hill Cigar Company has to offer. While you're in the store, check out their cigar lounge in the back. Whether you're new to cigars or an aficionado, the Hill Cigar Company is the perfect shop for you. The Hill Cigar Company at 5360 Southwest Avenue. Give them a call at 314-776-4455. A cigar for every connoisseur. Wake Up Call continues. Here's Farmer Dave Schumacher on the Big 550 KTRS. Hello from the Illinois Farm Bureau in Bloomington. I'm Rita Frazier with the RFD Radio Network. This week, an update from Mark Gebhardt. He is Chief Strategy Officer with the IFB, Assistant to the President. And we get an update on the OMS, Organizational Membership Strategy. Very detailed effort, um, one that we have had really underway since the first part of August. And and as you know, a a large part of what we're trying to do now is get feedback, get information from our members and non-members, from our professional members, from our young leaders, from a variety of different sources to make sure that we compile what it is that the farmers want and need from the organization and how they would like to see some of those things delivered. So a lot of our focus uh, we had it has been on that data collection. We had the focus groups at the annual meeting, had some good participation, some great feedback, and we are getting ready to launch a survey to members that we can talk about the timeline and the process of that. You know farmers, you know members very well. They've received a lot of these kinds of surveys. What makes this one different and how is it set up so they can simply, you know, fill it out? Yeah, great question. I know people love surveys, especially our farmer members, uh, and we both smile as we say that. And so, first of all, it's really, really important that we get input from the members. I I know that maybe filling out a survey is not the, the, the most favorite thing you like to do. The survey will actually launch January 29th. It will be open until February 16th. I stress that because we are sending this to the email addresses that we have for our members and our professional members. Uh, And we only have, Rita, about half of the membership where we have a valid email address. So that means a lot of folks are not going to get the survey. And if they don't get it and they want to complete it, they can go to their county farm bureau office or contact them. County managers will be prepared to assist either electronically or we can provide a paper copy to them for them to complete and give back to us. I know a couple of counties have talked about handing this out at their annual meetings where they will have a number of their members present. One county even said before they get to eat, they have to fill out the survey. I said, that's up to you guys, however you want to do it. But yeah, again, very, very valuable to us. And that's what will make this strategy work, in my opinion, is this is what the members want and need from Illinois Farm Bureau. 
You have done a lot of face-to-face work. I know that that's what you prefer. What are you hearing from the focus groups and the, and the side meetings that you have had? So the feedback that we received from the annual meeting, which has really been the primary set of focus groups we've done so far, we're actually, even today, we're at Everything Local Conference in Springfield that I know you've been a part of. Uh, we'll be at the Young Leaders Conference in a couple of weeks in Springfield. We'll be at the Governmental Affairs Leadership Conference and a variety of other um, non-Farm Bureau events as well. So what we're hearing so far um, is that, by and large, um, the feedback we received at the annual meeting, we asked them on a scale of 1 to 10, how satisfied are you with you know, Farm Bureau and what we do? And, and that came in just under an 8, so pretty satisfied, pretty happy. That being said, you know, as some folks said, I, I never give you a, 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 you know, no one gets a 10 kind of a thing. Um, but I think the, the important thing here is what are they satisfied with, what are they dissatisfied with, and in a, just in a very kind of summary way, they're very satisfied with our legislative and regulatory advocacy work. Um, we know that's kind of a backbone of the organization. Ag literacy, ag in the classroom came up. The adopt a legislator program, the importance of that. The young leader program received high marks. Uh, and just the support and overall education and communication from the home office. That being said, we heard loud and clear they want more transparency, more communications. So kind of more of what you and I talked about in the past several years of the inside baseball aspect, I always tried to share where we were with the governmental affairs issues, what we were or weren't hearing, and kind of how things were proceeding. They want more of that. The need to talk more about our victories uh, in the advocacy arena, kind of, again, celebrate the wins more, not, not to be afraid of change, take on change. Um, we need to look at change as an organization and decide, again, how we want to go forward. So that's just a real quick summary of some of the things we heard. Uh, I think we're going to get in a lot more detail. I know we are when we do the survey and some of the more specific questions. Mark Gebhardt's Illinois Farm Bureau. Here's what Illinois farmer John Griffel has to say about farmweeknow.com. It gives you a whole wealth of data. You can go through and look at your markets in your local areas. You can look at the weather for your area. The wealth of information on there is pretty exceptional. I look mainly for ease of use, and it's very easy to use. It's very straightforward, very understandable. I have three minutes while the feeder's rolling. I can look and look through those options and just keep up to date with a couple minutes a day. Farmweeknow.com. All ag, all Illinois, all you need. And as always, great stuff from Rita up at the Illinois Farm Bureau. In some of the news in the world of agriculture, Illinois tops the U.S. soybean production in 2023. That's according to the National Ag Statistics Service. They estimate Illinois soybean farmers have raised a U.S. leading 648.9 million bushels on 10.3 million acres. Compared to the previous year, total acreage and yield estimates were both uh, 4% lower in Illinois. Average soybean yields remain the same in 23 at 63 bushels per acre. I'd like to congratulate my fellow farmers on another successful growing season. That comes from Ron Kindred, Illinois Soybean Association Chair. Illinois farmers made smart management decisions to maintain average soybean yields statewide. Kindred also says part of the success can be attributed to the efforts of the Illinois Soybean Association. For 60 years and counting, ISA has invested in production research, education, advocacy, and market development efforts to afford all Illinois soybean farmers success, even in the face of many challenges. He also says the Illinois Soybean Association turned 60. Kindred says communicating the checkoff's benefits is key to staying ahead of the challenges of the industry. 
Well, we talked about it earlier in the week. AM radio, once again, is on the forefront. The radio industry hit an important milestone as the number of lawmakers in that house who back efforts to make AM radio mandatory in vehicles has reached 200. The list has grown even as the proposed AM radio in every vehicle act has yet to make much legislative progress in the House. Insider Radio says the growth in support could be critical if the bill sponsors try to attack the measures to or try to attach the measure to a piece of must pass legislation like the spending bill. National Association of Broadcasters spokesman Alex Salino credits grassroots support for helping broadcasters gain so many co-sponsors of the act during the past year. AM radio is continuing to reach out a va- reach a vast audience of 82 million listeners each month, and they've been very engaged in telling Congress how important this medium is to them in light of the threat by vehicle makers to remove the AM radios from vehicles. And, Zach, it just seems like that that battle just doesn't want to go away. It just... I still don't quite understand their theory, but it looks like there's still that threat of losing AM radios in vehicles. Hopefully this bill will get passed and they will continue to put them in. 5.50 on this Friday morning. Time to head back over to the weather desk. This one brought to you by our friends over at Viviano Heating and Air. What do you got, Zach? Still holding at 15 degrees outside right now. There is still some light snow moving through the area. Partly sunny to start the day, then mostly cloudy by this afternoon into this evening. High of just 17 degrees today with an overnight low tonight of 4. Windchill advisory goes into effect at 6 p.m. tonight and continues until noon tomorrow. Windchills could get down as low as negative 20 tonight. Cold tomorrow as well, high of 16 degrees on Saturday. Mostly clear Saturday night with a low of 3 degrees. On Sunday, mostly sunny with a high of 28 and a low of 25 Sunday night. Freezing rain starts late Sunday night into early Monday, high of just 34 degrees, and we're going to expect freezing rain throughout the day on Monday. They say icy conditions are possible and hazardous travel, so we will keep an eye out on that through the rest of the morning and into next week. High of, again, 34 degrees on Monday with a low of 31 on Monday night. Rain continues Monday night into Tuesday, but we warm up Tuesday to a high of 43 degrees and a low Tuesday night of 36. Rain again on Wednesday with a high of 45. And a cloudy Wednesday night with a low of 38 degrees. And in the 40s again on Thursday with, again, chance of rain throughout the day. High of 47 next Thursday. That's the latest from the Weather Desk. I'm Zach Binding with the Big 550 KTRS. Sounds like we just need to get through this weekend and we should be maybe getting to the other side. So uh looks like we could see some warmer temperatures next week. But until then, it is cold out there. The temperature here in Skunk Hollow is 18. They say that's a five below wind chill. Winds are still coming in officially out of the northwest at 18 miles an hour. Visibility is at seven miles as that snow moves out of the area. Sun up at 716 and sun down at 507. Well, I hope you're not waking up to a cold house. If you are, that means the furnace is out. And if you're on the Illinois side of the river, who are you going to call? Viviano Heating and Air. Don Viviano and his team will get there as quick as they can. I'm sure their phones are ringing off the hook. You can go to the website and find out all the details. Maybe you need a whole new system. They can take care of that as well. they got financing available. And, you know, they're trained specialists. And you know the saying, it's hard to stop a train. Whether you need repair or you need a new unit, Viviano Heating and Air is the place to go. Go to their website. 
phone numbers are there, all the information you need. VivianoAir.com is the website. Check it out today, VivianoAir.com. Dig out those dancing shoes. Dancing with the St. Louis Stars is right around the corner. Join Independent Center for one of the most star-studded nights of the year at the Ritz-Carlton on January 20th at 6 p.m. Help in the fight to destigmatize mental illness by donating to the cause and by voting for your favorite dancer. And if you can't join the event in person, be sure to catch the live stream. It's all happening at independentcenter.org forward slash dancing. Catch Dancing with the St. Louis Stars, presented by Emerson, January 20th at 6 p.m. Discover the perfect January getaway at Camden-on-the-Lake Resort and Spa at the Lake of the Ozarks. Our beautiful and newly renovated rooms offer comfort and relaxation along with state-of-the-art amenities, including a refreshing outdoor hot tub and exquisite dining at H. Toad's Bar and Grill. Room prices start at $109 per night, so call 573-365-5620 and use code JAN0124 for your getaway deal. Create memories that last a lifetime at Camden-on-the-Lake Resort and Spa at the Lake of the Ozarks. Basement with a Y. That's Basement E. It's Basement T. Basement E. It's Basement T. Oh, Basement T. Basement T. I get it. That's the basement waterproofing and foundation repair experts at Woods Basement Systems. Right. The all things basement tea experts at Woods Basement Systems will provide you a free estimate and dry out that wet basement and fix that cracked foundation. Call 800-388-9326 or go online to woodsbasementsystems.com. That's woodsbasementsystems.com. From ABC News, Wall Street now. The big three stock averages finally broke their three-day losing streak. The Dow Jones added 202 points to close at 37,468. The S&P picked up nine-tenths of one percent, and a rally in tech shares boosted the Nasdaq higher by one and a third percent. Shares of iRobot plunged more than 33 percent in extended trading on word that the EU's antitrust watchdog intends to block Amazon's planned acquisition of the company. iRobot makes the Roomba automated vacuum cleaner. The housing market is starting to wake up. But considering last year's historic decline in home sales, the industry had nowhere to go but up. High mortgage rates kept many prospective buyers in their apartments last year. Walmart managers are getting a raise starting next month. The retail giant is hiking the average hourly wage to more than $18, translating to about $128,000 a year. Bonuses could double that for Walmart store managers. Jim Ryan, ABC News. And it looks like the market's up about 115 points in the overnight trading. A new non-real estate farm lending activity at commercial banks continued to decline in the fourth quarter of 2023. The volume of new non-real estate farm loans in the final months of 23 were about 15% less than the previous year. The number of new loans did increase from the previous year, but the average loan sizes were considerably lower. The sharp climb in farm loan interest rates abated during the quarter as the average rates increased modestly from, uh, for some types of loans and dropped slightly for others. Elevated production costs, higher interest expenses, and lower commodity prices increased the financial needs of many producers late in the year. The Kansas City Fed says strong liquidity in recent years likely supplemented the borrowing needs of some operations through 2023. Well, the U.S. Department of Agriculture has uh, the CRP program. Sign-up is underway, but the USDA's Farm Service Agency Administrator says we're doing it in a different way this year. Because we are so close to the targets for conservation that the administration has set and that are in the Farm Bill, 
we're going to do this a little different this year in that we are going to batch these applications and consider them periodically over the course of the year so that we make sure that we do not get outside of our statutory limit with enrollments because the incentives that we've offered in the last few years which carry over into continuous CRP such as climate smart practice incentive and the uh, water quality practices such as riparian buffers, filter strips, grass waterways, et cetera. Those carry on. They've made these programs so popular. We don't want to get outside of our statutory authority on these. So if you have questions, contact your local FSA office. 557, we're about out of time. Take a look at what's going on in the overnight trade. Looks like corn's coming in. Uh, we're going to call it about three quarters of a cent higher right down the board. Been very quiet in the overnight trade. Well, we're back now, just changed back to about even. March is at 444. September is at 468. That's even as well. We're out. We'll keep an eye on the markets. Have updates at 10 and 12. Be careful out there. It's cold. The roads could be slick. Have a great weekend. Talk to you on Monday morning. It's now official. One of the most important health features of the Apple Watch is disabled. And Apple, apparently caught stealing technology, is to blame. I'm Kim Commando, brought to you by Simply Safe. Save 20% on a new security system with Fast Protect monitoring at simplysafekim.com. If you accuse someone or some company of stealing and they didn't, they can sue you and win. So I'm going to be very careful with this Apple Watch business. This is my personal opinion based on my research. And yes, everyone except Apple agrees that Apple stole technology owned by a medical technology company called Massimo to measure a vital health metric on the Apple Watch, your blood's oxygen saturation. Apple cannot explain how Massimo's technology got into its watch. As of today, all new Series 9 Apple Watches can no longer measure your blood oxygen. Very clearly, Apple makes a lot of money. And Apple owes the world an explanation for how this happened. Enter to win a $1,000 PC or Mac right now at commando.com slash win.